distant year 2005. <laughs> Transformers. <laughs> well, 2005, that's only 19, 14 years, 20 years, years away. <laughs> Almost exactly as far away from 2005 as they were when they made Transformers. Yes, so it came out in August of 86. Um, So about 19 years. How long has it been since 2005? It's been 14 years since 2005. Oh, man. Oh, boy, what have I been doing? Yeah, we watched Transformers. We talked about it last time. That's what we were going to watch. And so that's what we did. But also, Dick Miller died this week. Yeah, I mean, well, for you guys, when this comes out, it'll probably not have been this week. No, but it will have been somewhat recently. Dick Miller died. Veteran character actor, Dick Miller. Uh, Dick Miller. Every man, Dick Miller. Yeah. Um, I guess probably the Gremlins movies is what he's most known for, right? Well, I mean, he has his, like, a bucket of blood. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, in Chopping Mall. In the 80s, he was in a lot of, like, yeah, horror well, movies that in... we'll probably end up watching. We watched what? Night of the Creeps? Yeah, he's in Night of the Creeps. The uh, most entertaining scene in the other groups. <laughs> yeah, so he's just he's a real great guy. He was just in a lot of movies. Always he, always Walter Paisley or Walt. He's does like an ongoing gag in all the like, 80s horror movies he was in. But not Gremlins, he was Murray. Murray! Well, did he give his name in uh, Line of the Creeps? I think he's credited as Walt, but uh, I don't know if they say his name. Because he's always Walt. Requisition Walter, Officer Walter. That's him, Officer. It's Walt. Officer, it's Walt. Yeah, so rest in <laughs> Dick Miller. He's a pretty cool guy that doesn't afraid of anything. Except for death. And Gremlins. And no, remember in Gremlins too, he just beat the shit out of that bad Gremlins. Yeah, well, because he was sick taking a shit. Uh huh. He's like, I'm tired of these goddamn Gremlins in my goddamn city. These goddamn Gremlins in my guy or my motherfucking Gremlins on this motherfucking tower. What's the uh, edited for TV version of the line? Monday to Friday. Yeah. I'm tired of these Monday to Friday snakes on this Monday to Friday train. What the fuck does that even mean? Or plane. I don't know. Kids are going to see that and be like, oh, I don't understand language anymore. Thanks, <laughs> <Dang>, censorship. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. I think it's not even just the bad words. It's the real problem. Oh, yeah. My favorite edit is uh, from... Hot Fuzz? Yeah. yeah <laughs> peas one. and rice. Ah, peas and rice. <laughs> I like how shot. you got it even before. <laughs> yeah, because that one was the best. <laughs> Because they went out of their way to do it in advance. Yeah. Like, it's ever on TV. Gotta make sure it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so rest in peace, Dick Miller. Um, luckily, Shane McGowan's not dead yet, even though Supreme tried to kill him in 2013. I mean, I feel like Shane McGowan has tried is to... unkillable. I mean, he's yeah. trying to kill himself for the last 30 years, yeah. but... But they can't stop him. He can't be stopped. As soon as <laughs> Shane McGowan dies, though, I'm gonna get... His portrait on my back. Like <laughs> Roger Stone style. Yeah, but my Are you just gonna be post uh post teeth fixing or No, it was gonna be like classic Shane, like maybe the one with, Yeah. Yeah, when he had that like upside down cross earring that he wore mm-hmm. all the time. It looked real eighties and he had his teeth were real red. Let's just talk about how good uh Rush uh, of Rum saw me in the whip is. Rum saw me in the lash. Well, oh shit. <laughs> That's it, get out of here. <laughs> well the pose is like my favorite band, one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, and the reason, how I discovered this Supreme thing is, uh, I was just randomly listening to Shane McGowan and the Pope's yeah. band after the post. And I was like, hmm, there's this Boys from County Hell t-shirt that I always wanted to get when I was younger, but you can't have a bad word on your shirt and go to school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, I'm an adult now. You can have all sorts of shirts that say <laughs> bad stuff. And so I was trying to find it. The first thing that came up was people reselling Shane McGowan's Supreme shirts for like $300 or some shit. And all it is is they interviewed Shane McGowan with the Supreme shirt on. 
got the rights to like some of his classic pictures and then put them on t-shirts and sold them for a lot of money. <laughs> it's the weirdest Wait, that's shit, the whole the whole business model that he, they did an interview with Shane McGowan and, 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 and he's got a Supreme shirt on. And they sold a shirt that has a picture of him with a Supreme, Supreme shirt. shirt. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, pretty next level marketing from those boys. Supreme really know what they're doing. It's uh, some fuck Jerry style. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't help with his teeth though, so I'm guessing they didn't pay him very much. Also, it's like, I think probably the people that originally took those photographs have rights to the photos they use, not Shane McGowan. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, so I'm guessing like no one actually got paid, and essentially since it's Supreme and they probably made like a hundred shirts, like wasn't too big a deal. But I don't know. The point of Supreme's a joke. Shit, you owe Shane McGowan money. Um, <laughs> I'm coming after you. I represent Shane McGowan. <laughs> I'm gonna send Sinead O'Connor after you. <laughs> you she saw, took out the Yeah, you saw she did to the Catholic Church. Your next Supreme. That's crazy that they would never like everyone freaked out when she did that, but it was like, no, there's a legitimate political protest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, and everyone's like, you can't do that to uh, the Pope. The Pope? Yeah, and she's like, no, no one gives a shit. Yeah, everyone's like, you're right, Sinead. There's a problem with the Catholic Church in Ireland. <laughs> And, and everywhere. everywhere the Catholic Church goes. Oh, good stuff, though. Um, yeah, anyways, I couldn't find uh, Boys from the County Hell shirt. I don't know if they just, like, don't make it anymore, but if anyone listening knows where to get one, <laughs> let me yeah. know. Yeah, so get my email, get my inbox. Because, um, I don't know, it's cool. I like that song, Boys from the County Hell. Talking about eating entrails and shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Speaking of County Hell. Entrails. Entrails. With Robo Entrails. <laughs> we watch Transformers 1986. Um, I, the best version of Star Wars, in my opinion. It is just Star Wars, right? Yeah. We're like, we gotta stop that planet destroying planet. <laughs> but this time it transforms. Yeah. And my mentor dies. But. Hot Rod's mentor dies at the very beginning of the film. <laughs> So it's completely different from Star Wars. I guess Cups more is a bit Obi-Wan anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's but not like the perfect one-to-one to Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, but, but it's all there. All the elements are there. This, uh... Until I see a better representation, this movie is the perfect 80s soundtrack. It really is. It's. I mean, it's the cheesiest, like, 80s hair metal stuff, but it's cool. I like that good stuff. I, it works so well with this movie. I gotta be honest, like, I, I thought... Um... I tried to watch this movie with a more critical eye than I did as a child, and it's it's really hard. I really enjoy uh, Transformers movie. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't even bother trying to be too critical of it when I watched it. I was just like, hell yeah, Transformers. <laughs> also, I didn't... Normally, I watch movies twice and take notes the second time. I fell asleep trying to do it the second time last night, but it was pretty late, and I'm old. <laughs> so, got no notes, but it's okay, because I've seen this movie probably 10,000 times. <laughs> and I mean, I watched it earlier this week. <laughs> No, I mean, I can um, quote most of those movies. Yeah, well, I mean, Instruments of Destruction, that song in the beginning when they're killing all the Autobots. Yeah, hold on, it's not having a Spectre General. <laughs> That's not actually the band's name. They're called Kick Axe, and um, the producers just changed it without even telling the band. Oh, really? Like, nah, uh, change the name. Yeah, we're not having no Kick Axe. No, it's just too aggressive for this movie about robot murder. <laughs> 
Apparently, that was one of the big criticisms when it came out, is, like, how excessively cynical it was. It was killing all your kids' favorite characters, so they could sell more toys. I mean, I guess. They have a point, but if you just take it as a movie and don't ignore ignore the, the toy line aspect yeah. of it, it works as a movie. Yeah, I mean, because they just did Star Wars. Apparently, so many rewrites on this movie, though. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, some of my big... I, didn't, I, like, I don't know any of the history for this movie, but... My, my biggest note, because I did try to be critical, is, like, they really need to flip this. Like, the ba- last battle um, is not as climactic as the, uh, the Autobot City fight. No. Like, if uh, if instead of... If they flipped it, so the first battle takes place on Cybertron, and Prime dies on Cybertron, and then Unicron comes, comes to, to Earth, and, and, like, and the Decepticons fight, you know, at Autobot City, and they're like, oh, with Autobots 1, and then the last second, there's Unicron. That's what I think is more climactic. There's my, that's my one criticism right there. Yeah. Yeah, too bad the beginning is the coolest part of the movie. I don't know how they could top it anyways. I guess they just put it at the end. That's what I said. Yeah, I know. Like, I guess what else can you do? The pr- animation in this movie is really pretty, too. Uh, yes, The Blu-ray you. transfer is... Thank I don't, you, Korea. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, watched it on Blu-ray or not, but I own it. Because I bought it for the kids about oh, a year ago. I watched it on um, Totally Legal way <laughs> it was on uh, amazon or something i don't know okay <laughs> no it's definitely it was um the version i watched was what like uh it was the blu-ray the recent one from 2010 yeah 12, something 2000, like that. 2005 2015 they did a 30th anniversary one oh maybe that's what it was yeah so i think that i mean it's uh <laughs> my the version i watched even though it's the same version you watched mine may not have looked quite as good as yours for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so it might not have been like full 1080p for reasons. Yeah, I mean, I guess last time I watched this would have been on, on DVD. Um, this was the first DVD we owned. Yeah, it was actually. It was this and Princess Mononoke, I think. Yeah. But it, the, they must have like recolored it because it was so a lot prettier than I remember. Very vibrant? Yeah. Well, it's probably because... All of, like memories are tied up watching that old VHS tape. How did it keep running so long <laughs> after somebody watches? The colors are all bleeding together. Yeah, he was tracking on it. Um, who's your favorite new Transformer? I like Springer's design a lot. Yeah, Springer's pretty cool. Also, he's the only one that's not an Insta. <laughs> him and RC are, they hold hands and kiss and stuff. Well, I mean, what's or the they're just with, best friends. What's the deal with the RC and Hot Rod? There's like a whole other thing going on there. It's like a weird love triangle between RC and Hot Rod. And Springer. Springer. Some of the other two. Han Solo, Leia, and... Yeah, Luke. I guess that's kind of what they're so going So RC for. must be Hot Rod's secret sister. <laughs> Gross. I mean, the Transformers, are they all related somehow? I'm, I think... I don't know the what origin story is canon now. Yeah, I mean... But they, they all came from Primus, right? Who actually... Well, no, I mean, the Primus was the, co- the comic. The comic origin. Oh. Which uh, one is the real one? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. What Isn't that the comic version the correct one, or is the cartoon universe separate from the car- comic yeah. universe? I mean, I guess they're separate, I guess. Oh, also, there's like three different, or four, like ten different versions, of co- ten different publishers for the comics. Well, yeah, there's the know. original. So I've read all the Marvel, the original Marvel comics, uh, even the UK ones. <laughs> um, but then there's like, you know, Dreamwave and IWD, and they've. Yeah, who knows what they've done with them. Um, the uh, UK ones were pretty good. Simon Furman, he did yeah. so, he did the last half of the uh, US ones too, and they were really good. The, it's so funny how like I just didn't uh, yeah like the last half of the US ones were written better because of Simon Furman, but 
That was also when we had to like force like headmasters and weird shit into yeah, it. True. And I was like, I don't care about these characters. I was gonna say that that's the thing that is really weird. Like some of the characters that are very popular in the cartoon mm-hmm. which are not factors at all in the comic books, like Hot Rod and Ultra Magnus. I guess they're not super popular, but they're really not factors in the comic book at all. Like yeah. Grimlock and Blaster were really important. Yeah, didn't he also write a lot of stories about like uh... Nightbeat? Yeah, 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 it might be the headmaster the detective. detective. <laughs> but I mean, that just seems like it'd be fun to write about, so that's probably why I did it. Yeah, if I had to, if I had to do Transformers comic, it would it would basically just be it'd be Nightbeat, but it would be like a Doctor Who, Sherlock Holmes kind of thing. He would just be going around space solving mysteries, solving space mysteries. Yeah, space mysteries. Goddamn Quintessence! It's got goddamn Quintessence invasion. <laughs> oh damn shark guns! <laughs> oh goddamn these shark guns! <laughs> Oh, that scene's pretty good, actually, the, the trial scene. Yeah, I'm I always good. liked it when I was a kid, too. Like, I have nothing but contempt for this part. <laughs> Do you want to jump around? I don't really want to actually get into the... Like, yeah, I'm, you're going to have to lead the way on this one, going <laughs> off of your notes. I mean, I can see it all clear as day in my mind, but I don't have any specific topics I want to go over. Right. So you're in charge this time. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see how this goes. Um, so the... It kind of starts off, you know, with the Prime talking to Ironhide in... Oh, know, well, like, first... It's the year 2005. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That guy's got a cool voice, but it's 2005. Really, the first is like the little prologue with uh, Unicron uh, destroying that planet. Oh, yeah. And then we see that guy later on in uh, the Quintesson world. Mm-hmm. The, like, yeah. I'm the last survivor of Nero. Wait, what is this? Is this some stupid planet stuff? I don't know. I've seen this movie 10,000 times. It. I don't know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> I'm the last survivor of Nero. I'm live strong. <laughs> you remember that? When... The bicycle man was fucking yeah, He's got one testicle. <laughs> he cheats, but so did everyone on the part of France. I like the scene, that opening scene a lot, especially when you get to see, like, how Unicron's guts work. Yeah. I have, like, later on when they, uh, the very end of the movie, um, I have a little note here, like, Unicron's bodily processes make no fucking sense. No, he's also got, like, factory floors and stuff inside of him. Yeah. Which I guess would make sense if he needs maintenance. <laughs> And he's got an infestation of uh, grabby robot like tentacles that try. I to assume that was like supposed to be like antibodies because white blood cells. Oh yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing too. Like they, uh, they, well, I mean, they explain like nothing of what you go what's going on with Unicron. They don't need to. I don't care. He's a giant space robot <laughs> right. planet. Like whatever. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he seems like trouble. He's got Orson Welles' voice. <laughs> Um, then we go into, we get the Transformers uh, theme, which is really cool. We're going through tubes. Um, mm-hmm. What movie did we watch that, total, that I believe they copied this from? Was it Last Starfighter? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, where it's just like the titles are like coming at you. Yeah, and, like, and you're like you know, spinning like, through the titles. Whoa. Specter waves everywhere. Yeah, Transformers did it better. Yeah, then we uh, get Megatron's NSA, Soundwave, and all its tapes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, why they think they can get anything past Megatron at this point. Yeah, well, because, um, so it's 20 years after season two, technically, right? Yeah, uh, and some shit has happened. Like, the Autobots they, you know, won they, every battle we yeah, saw, but they've lost Cybertron. Yeah, so the Decepticons have Cybertron, but the Autobots, like, they're going to run shit on Earth, apparently, it seems like, right? Well, they have a city on Earth. They have both the Cybertron's <laughs> moons. That's got to be the biggest city on Earth, just scale-wise. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Like, tell you, hey, so is it cool if we come live here with you small apes? And it's like, all right, well, where are you going to live? We're going to build a big-ass city. I assume that they're sharing technology, because... Uh... Well, luckily, it's not Michael Bay's movie, so we don't have to see what the Autobots fucking 
interactions with the U.S. government are, because that's definitely really exciting for the kids. <laughs> I think that should be roughly 80% of the movie. It should focus mostly on the should, U.S. Army that yeah, has some, met the Optimus Prime. Some random U.S. Army like, guys. Fucking not even, like... They don't have any power in the They just have guns. One of them will be, uh... The only least. way that movie would be acceptable is if the, later on those guys went on to be G.I. Joe. Yep, that would make sense. I think... Did you see Bumblebee? No, I didn't. I didn't either. But I think that's the next move they need to do Transformers. That was my idea. Like, movie one is a Transformers movie set in the 80s. Movie two is a G.I. Joe movie. And the movie three is a Transformers vs. G.I. Joe movie. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Hit us up, uh, Hasbro. Yeah, come on, Hasbro. You trying to make some money? You want to make some motherfucking money, Hasbro? I got ideas. Um, I'm going to copy stuff from... The 80s comics for the Transformers and G.I. Joe's did have the crossover because Cobra Commander's got a really good line in it. Because he's hanging out with Zorana, right? And she's like, oh, yeah, I had an idea. And he goes, yeah, I thought I smelled some noxious vapor. (laughs) 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 He's like, (laughs) because he doesn't like anybody. He thinks everyone's stupid. This is how I was thinking we could have done a double feature of this in G.I. Joe the movie, but I didn't really feel like watching G.I. Joe the movie. It's not as good as Transformers. What's the their dumb hot rod character in it? Don Johnson is the voice. Yeah, what's this character's name? He's like General Hawk's like nephew. Yeah, Falcon. Is it Falcon? So like it's, well, yeah, because it's Hawk's nephew. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Duke's nephew. Uh, Duke's nephew. Is Duke's it? brother. It's Duke's little brother. Oh. And everybody, oh, shit, they were, well, originally the plan was to kill Duke in G.I. Joe yeah, yeah. because of how much people hated Optimus dying. They're like, oh, we can't let Duke die. He's in, he's in a coma. <laughs> yeah, he's in a coma. He's now. just in a coma. Um, I was going to say, this is how nerdy I am about Transformers. There is a little nod to G.I. Joe and Transformers cartoon taking place in the same universe. In season three, like the human uh, pilot, Melissa Fairborn. Uh-huh. Uh, Fairborn is Flint's last name. And there's an episode where she uh, hallucinates and sees her father. Uh-huh. And it's voiced by the same dude that does Flint. Also, there's an episode where uh, Cobra Commander, uh, like a really old Cobra Commander, takes over yeah, the Decepticons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, always assume that... They're the same? Well, I mean, they're both Hasbro. Yeah. I mean, and then they're both published by Marvel for the comics. By so, you know. far our nerdiest. Yeah, this is our nerdiest podcast. This is that real nerd shit, though. <laughs> We're not talking about, like, fucking Mar- Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're, We're deep, even deep, deep down nerd. here in the real shit. The real nerd shit, you posers. <laughs> you goddamn posers. You don't know shit about the pogues. Or... Transformers from the 80s. Who's your favorite pretender, and why is it Bludgeon? I don't think I liked any of the pretenders. Those are the guys that had shells, right? Yeah, well, he's the the ones that's like a samurai skeleton man. Oh, yeah, he's probably the best. <laughs> Remember Sinner Twin? Terracons? <laughs> uh, yeah, the Terracons were cool. They're not not appearing in this film because they didn't exist yet, I don't think. Yeah, they basically, the movie, from what I remember, uh, the movie, they started writing it somewhere... In the very early stages of season two, so that's why they don't really have like the there's no combiners besides Devastator. Yeah, no Stunicons or anything. Yeah, uh, like the Stunicons were like big villains in season two, mm-hmm. right? And then they, the <laughs> Combaticons too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you none of those guys. Them. You have to assume they're off world somewhere. They're on a Cybertron just doing their thing. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna push for a big final attack on Autobot City, but let's leave some of our toughest guys behind. Not just sending Devastator. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what we get to, is uh, Daniel and Hot Rod are fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Daniel-Hot Rod relationship doesn't really make sense. Like, yeah. It seems like they're going to be best friends, like a Bumblebee-Spike kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Daniel's just annoying, and he Hot Rod ditches him as soon as he can. 
I mean, he's, he's like, RC, you take care of this. He gets that special suit that he can turn into. Yeah, Spike's exosuit. Yeah. Spike's exosuit. My dad's exosuit. <laughs> oh, I it still fits. That's so, I feel like they should have just left Daniel with Hot Rod throughout the entire movie. Or just not had him in it after the beginning. Like, he died in the Battle of uh, Autobus City. You just see this kid get accidentally smushed. Like, well, we lost another one. Another Whitwicky gone. Gone too soon. How Spike's still alive, god damn it. What a life he's led. Oh, he's fucking hanging out on the Cybertronian moon with fucking Bumblebee. Yeah. Oh, um... But, uh, did you... I, like, didn't ever catch this before because I didn't have the adult context for it, but um, in the beginning when uh, uh, Optimus Prime was like, Cliff Jumper, start the countdown. It's Casey Kasem! Yeah. <laughs> Five. Well, that's uh, Scatman as Jazz, too. Yeah, Scatman Crothers. Last film. This is his last film. Yeah, and Orson Welles, but you know. Yeah. But he's a, uh, um, yeah, he dies after this, doesn't he? Orson Welles died before the movie came out. Right. And then, I think Scatman died shortly after it actually came out. And Orson Welles was like, I know, I'm fucking, no, I hate this movie. I play a giant toy that fights smaller toys. <laughs> and, Where's my wine and money? Yeah. Uh, the reason he doesn't really sound like Orson Welles in the movie is because he was, like, too unhealthy, really, to even deliver his lines. So they had to, like, synthesize a lot of his voice. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the voices are, are, are synthesized. Even if mm-hmm. they do their lines, they synthesize them a little bit to make them sound robotic. Yeah, but Unicron, like, that doesn't sound which like is, Orson Welles. Which is why Optimus Prime and, and, or, uh, and Megatron sound different in the Transformers movies and the cartoon. Because, like, they still have Peter Cullen. And after, you know, the Hugo, Hugo Weaving leaves in the first movie, they get Frank Walker to do Megatron's voice. Hugo Weaving, you mean Leonard Nimoy? No, Hugo Weaving did uh, Megatron's voice in the first one. And then Letter Nimoy was in the second one as, like, Sentinel Prime. Oh, you're talking about the, the new Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm oh. saying. I mean, I'm saying oh, that. Because they got Peter Cullen and they yeah. Frank Walker back, but they don't mm-hmm. really sound like Optimus yeah. and Megatron. Also, Frank Walker's cool. Yeah, he's Freddy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's also the voice of, like, everything. Yeah, he's a yeah. hundred things. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you fucking Casey Kasem and Shaggy. Yeah. And Frank Walker. And they're Transformers, and they're the mystery... They're the mystery, mystery squad. Right. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh, God! Yeah, and the, uh, then everyone's about to die. Yeah, I mean, basically the Decepticons come in and, and wreck shit. Um, there's some really cool bits. They have, like, multiple plot lines running with, you know, Springer and RC trying to transform the city, mm-hmm. and then Cup and Hot Rod are trying to get back in before it transforms. I don't know, the fight sequence of Blitzwing is really cool, and the Insecticons, just this whole... The opening stuff, as soon as they, the Decepticons get on the shuttle and, like, kill Prowl, yeah. they're like, oh, shit's about to get real. But uh, honestly, the whole movie from the Unicron attack, from, the, like, the prologue, all mm. the way up, and I would say, until the first moon base gets taken down is really cool. And after that, it, there's some... It loses It, it really needs to lose an injury rule yeah. or some shit. We Especially the last getting, fight. It's getting into second act territory. Why can't everything just be the first act? It's non-stop. When we write a movie, it's going to be all first act. Yep. Oh, it's going to be called A Real Bug's Life. And it's just going to be a CG movie where we're falling around a bug as its daily life would actually be. So it's just non-stop almost dying all the time. That's <laughs> not how many I should be <laughs> yeah, and all, all the, the soundtrack will just be that one song that's like. <laughs> ah, it's nothing but terror for bugs. Oh, also, Hot Rod's um, Judd Nelson, he's like, Daniel! When they have to 
like the subcons first start attacking like, yeah. oh no time to fish uh, you got touch Starscream hangs out a little too long trying to get Springer and RC and loses his foot mm-hmm. oh my foot <laughs> ouch that's the other thing too like they really I, I realize that for if it's just a standalone movie it's fine but killing Starscream and then trying to do a season 3 is not smart no he was like the only Decepticon that had uh, um, any development except for Megatron mm-hmm. so like you know what season 3 will be Galvatron and uh mm, I mean, Soundwife had a little bit of a dope Cyclonus, so yeah, like, who gives a shit about Cyclonus and Scourge? Yeah. Boring as motherfuckers on the planet. That's the Especially thing Scourge too. with his goddamn magician's goatee. Mm-hmm. The design. So are you trying to steal Daniel? Because you got to touch him inappropriately? <laughs> yeah. The designs of the, 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 the new Next Generation guys like not quite as good as... I like the older, blockier designs. Uh... Yeah, I guess I, I kind of get the reason to, for the upgrade. Like, this is a space unicorn, you know what I mean? But Well, I think it's probably so they could use uh, plastic. Well, I mean, that's probably the real reason, but... Yeah. From, from a design standpoint, <laughs> I understand, like, the sleekness. Yeah. They're like, oh, they... this is like a space god, he's going to give you new space bodies. Yeah, so now you're a cannon from space, and you, Skywarp, you're now a plane, but a space plane. <laughs> a space plane. And you, Insecticons, and Thundercracker, I guess you're like a Scourge. Yeah, I don't know, you're like, and, like his UFOs. Sweeps. What's a sweep? We don't know. <laughs> It's like close. They're like the ring rates, and it's our mother. But then you don't ever see the other. The other guy disappears. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I understand. They had to bounce a lot of characters. They had a lot of space cannons and stuff. Well, what about um, Snarl, the Dinobot? He, uh, he's just he's not he's in one scene. <laughs> just certainly not appearing in this film. <laughs> he's in one scene on Autobot City and then never again. Uh, yeah, I'm guessing that's because maybe. Yeah, I just he think he was the know, last the design or something. The director needed some. Yeah. The Decepticons have broken Autobots' defense at this point. They're about to go for the kill. Wow. Uh, they have to load that weird gun thing that yeah. I never understood. It's like a... Um, like a rocket launcher. Yeah, it's like, like a scorpion or something. We're going to take out Devastator with this. Yeah. Got him. Uh-oh. Got him. Uh-oh. <laughs> Got it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Those is kind of, like, scary in this movie. No, they do a really if, good Yeah, if you, like, put yourself in the place of, like, the little Autobots, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, then Daniel gets up there, what are they doing? And Cup's, like, oh, devastated. Devastated. Yeah, so, in a way, it's cool that the other um, guest stalts or combiners aren't really in it. Yeah, that's the other thing. Guest stalt is how we used to say it as kids. That's used yeah. to be the accepted canon. Now it's combiners? Now it's combiners. I like guest stalt better. Yeah, me too. It's cool. It's a little, I think that's a little bit too highbrow for the Transformers crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gestalt. Oh, no, a French word. Oh, gestalt. <laughs> yeah, so that makes uh, Devastator seem more special, where there's, ah, oh, fuck, he's a bit that big-ass dude. Right. So Devastator's about to... Remember in, um, the, when he's devastated in the Michael Bay films and he's got wrecking ball balls? He's just like a tornado of Garbage. construction bullshit. It's yeah, it's like, you got a fucking shovel, steam shovel and the crane and there's Just garbage. stack them on top of each other. It doesn't need to make sense. Yeah. Now uh, it looks really bad, but Prime showing up with the Dinobots. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be okay. They're about to start wrecking shit. <laughs> yeah. And so you, I bought my friends, the Dinobots. All right, cool. Battle's over. That's <laughs> well, all you I mean, need to say. If you remember that from like, the first two seasons of the Transformers cartoon, like anytime the Dinobots showed up, it was basically, they're going to come in, they're going to kick the shit out of the Decepticons, that's going to be it. I'm pretty sure the years an episode, like the desertion of the Dinobots was centered around that idea that the Decepticons were just sick of getting the shit kicked out of them by the Dinobots. Well, yeah, because Dinobots were only Autobots that could fly. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> All the Decepticons can fly. None of the Autobots except for the Dinobots. I think they could fly in like the first episode, and for some reason they couldn't fly. Yeah. <laughs> I always liked that. The Decepticons are just like, yeah, so if you're a Transformer and you're born with the ability to fly, you gotta be Decepticon. <laughs> or is that like they... They upgrade you when you join the Decepticons, so you can fly now. Well, I think the Decepticon Autobot thing is like if the cartoon origin is mm-hmm. that it's from the two separate lines of the Transformers, Kane and Abel. Yeah, Abel, <laughs> yeah. It's um basically the Transformers were designed to, as like a production, like a, a product to sell to other species, and the Autobots were like the groundskeepers and maids. And uh, uh, like service industry, and the Decepticons were the military robots, oh, and that's why that makes sense why they would fly. Like, that's why yeah. they fly and transform into like cannons and tanks and spaceships, and the Autobots don't fly. Transform, transform into like, ambulances. ambulances. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I never really, I guess I didn't know that or really think about it. That is like, yeah, the Autobots are like the peasant uprising against mm-hmm. the warrior class. <laughs> Well, I mean, originally the first uprising is against the Quintessons, which is who their their masters were, right? And then they fight each other. Oh yeah, that's season three stuff, huh? Yeah. I never really liked anything after the movie, so there's like one or two. Yeah, right, but it's not not enough Ultra Magnus. That's the problem. <laughs> so uh, Dynamots pop out, they basically knock Devastator over, and then we get to see Prime. Yeah, they uh, do just kind of knock him over. <laughs> they go ham on Yeah, and they're upset because Optimus Prime is just really good at kicking ass. <laughs> You got the touchdown! That shot was recorded by Dirk Diggler. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird. And then fucking Mark Wahlberg's in the Transformers movie. That's weird too. Hmm. But I really like that shot where uh, the space shuttle has landed at the little starport and there's the bridge with all the water coming out. Optimus Prime just rolling past it. Yeah, he just runs through the Decepticons. Yeah. Which it doesn't make sense now that I know this is the Warriors <laughs> against the fucking delivery man. <laughs> <laughs> He's the postman. It's the UPS guy. <laughs> He's gonna take on the US military. <laughs> <laughs> just it doesn't make sense. Transformers I'm pretty just, sure that's the uh, that's a revolutionary war now. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it it worked a few times. <laughs> Transformers is completely unrealistic now. <laughs> this, these dudes transformed into jets and shit. And he's like, I'm a truck. <laughs> yeah, they, they do make Blitz, Blitzwing, you mentioned them earlier, they made him badass in this movie. Mm-hmm. He has a cool character design too, I always like that it looks like he's got his fucking, like, his bling on. He's got, <laughs> he's got like a fat rope gold necklace. Uh, and we get the, you know, of course, the, the big Megatron Optimus Prime that everybody remembers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a fan of this movie. Especially when Optimus Prime does like that two-handed double-axe handle uppercut. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, so Sandler is the only one that's loyal to Megatron? That's well, I guess they're kind of ruthless is the thing, right? Not yeah, that they're disloyal, but they're like, well, he's going to die. Yeah, it's like a Spartan society. Yeah, Starscream is disloyal. Most of the Decepticons are just like, this, yeah. these things happen. Then most of the other Decepticons are, the, are disloyal to one degree or another, mm-hmm. like trying to one-up each other. I guess Soundweb is the only one that shows loyalty consistently. Mm-hmm. And no one would follow an uncharismatic boar. Yeah, until right there. <laughs> no one would follow an uncharismatic boar like you. No one calls Soundwave uncharismatic. <laughs> Can't him. We start doing earthquake stuff, so <laughs> pummeling him. And they're all riding an astro train. One shall stand, one shall fall. Sorry, we skip back to the fight. But he basically hot rod fucks up Optimus Prime. Uh-huh. 
No, Megatron. Well, no, I mean Optimus oh, Prime. Oh, Hot Rod yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. He had it. He's like, Optimus, look out! And Megatron was like, haha, got him, hostage. <laughs> Why throw you a life so luckily? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's the other part of, like, Transformers fandom. Uh, their uh, explanations for, like, why people can fit inside of Astro Train or, you know, how subspace space technology. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's just the same logic as Doctor Who and the TARDIS. Like, I it's guess. bigger on the inside. It's a yeah. pocket dimension. I mean, yeah, because that's the thing, like, if it was to scale, when tra- uh, Astro Train's in his robot form, he'd be, big, like, fucking huge. <laughs> Because he's got these other giant robots riding around inside of him. <laughs> but he's not even that big. It kind of um, kind of makes it seem like Megatron had a really shitty plan. Because mm-hmm. like, if we're going to ride, we're going to capture the Autobot space shuttle. And then we're just going to win. And if we don't win, hopefully Astrotrain can take us back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully oh, no, he didn't right. die in the fight. <laughs> right, yeah. Astrotrain, uh, yeah, they didn't even like, have him like chilling, waiting to pick him up with me. It's like Astro Chain, where's he at? Does that dude love? What happened? <laughs> oh fuck. Also, Astro Chain, how does he fit into the military? He's a train and a space shuttle. Well, a space shuttle, alright. Like he's part of Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. Oh, I'm Kyle. This is Space Force. Welcome. Oh, it's shit. been Yeah, I'm Sean. It's, it's been about a half an hour. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, um, and you listening at home, I'm a hot Viking. I don't Mm. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> there's a new training class in my work, and there's um like young girls in there. There's always like young girls that are like, uh, oh, who's that? And what, that sort of thing. And <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> but um, so they don't know like my name or anything. So uh, apparently, this training class just calls me the hot viking. <laughs> <laughs> like even the dudes and stuff because like <laughs> yeah so right. it's gonna be great when they hit the floor you're like their uh their supervisor right mm-hmm <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> yep <laughs> should be a good time anyways yeah i just thought that was i don't know if i've ever had anything like that that's definitely the weirdest most sexually harassing one i've had hashtag you too yeah, I'm part of the Me Too movement. Uh, letter U, number two. <sighs> I'm sorry, I completely forgot about Transformers now. I'm just thinking about the Hot Viking. I'm thinking about if they could have a Hot Viking Transformer. You transform into a longboat, obviously. That's almost as ineffective as Astro <laughs> <laughs> The train makes no sense. I'll give you that chugga, chugga, choo, choo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, we're going to talk about other shit. But, um... Hey, yeah, what was the Hearts of Iron or whatever? Yeah, I was going to bring that up where Astro Train like steam and, power. and Blitzwing create, they become disloyal uh, and create their own Decepticons. And, like, uh, <laughs> Astro Train just has a bunch of fucking robot trains that he's controlling with his mind. Oh, yeah. That's the boy right there. The triple Changer's got to stick together. Springer. Springer's a Triple Changer, too. He yeah. must be, he's probably disloyal to the Autobots. He's like, I don't care about these Autobots, I just love RC. <laughs> Or are we best friends? Or, or do you love Hot Rod? I'm not sure. Yeah, RC, are you in Hot Rod? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal here? Um, yeah, so we get the with all of the stuff comes around Astro Train. <laughs> they're having their fight to see who's going to take over Megatron. Because Starscream's like, we need to jettison some white Megatron. And you're garbage now. You're garbage now. See, this Astro Train is useless. Like, oh, there's too much weight here in space. <laughs> so we talking about Astro Train. He, oh, I guess he's probably just trying to, like, yeah, you know, throw out those garbage people. Again. 
You would think that that was his plan. He's like, I am just gonna dump all these motherfuckers yeah, right here. Like, I'll be the leader of the Decepticons. I'll be the only one who survives and comes back. <laughs> well, because as we know, there's tons of Decepticons still hanging out on Cybertron. Yeah, but presumably Shockwave is leading them, right? Because mm-hmm. he's always the Cybertron boss man. We see him when Unicron's uh, stomping on. He's like, run for it! <laughs> and then he gets smushed, seemingly. But I think he's in the third season. Oh, uh, I don't think he is. Oh, he, um, Shockwave technically makes a cameo in, um, Aliens. Did we talk about that? Oh, is he a toy in there? Yeah, there's, like, a scene where they have, oh, like, it. it's in the medical bay, where they have, like, oh, it's, like, a futuristic laser cutter, so they don't say what it is, it's just, like, a oh, background Oh, it's Shockwave item. in, in it's like, form? Yeah, it's, like, Shockwave toys. <laughs> <for this one. laughs> I learned that on IMDb. <laughs> Megatron floats through space. It's pretty sad, honestly, this scene. It always kind of like made me sad as a kid, even though, like, yeah, the well, I mean, villains, I'm just like, yeah. oh, man, that's not a great way to go. Megatron. Yeah, but then Megatron. he gets spooked by a spooky voice. Megatron. Who's that? Oh, Nobody summons Megatron. I love how fucking obstinate he is. <laughs> He's just, yeah, right. He's like, I killed Prime already. Yeah. <laughs> the Matrix died with him. There's a, oh, another one. It's Ultra Magnus. Get him. He's a bitch. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> Robert Stack, the vo- voice talents of Robert Stack, you know, the spooky unsolved mystery man. <laughs> and I swear in Rescue 911, but there there was also another guy that wasn't Robert Stack, but was also the narrator for a lot of like 80s and 90s. That yeah, were similar to Robert Stack, yeah. He might have read, I think he did Rescue 911, though. I think you're right. Yeah, I remember an episode of Rescue 901 where a kid, uh, I guess this one stuck with me because it was probably the one that would be most likely to happen to me because mm-hmm. the amount of time he spent at the lake, like, on boats and stuff. Remember his life jacket got caught in the propeller of their speedboat and he was, like, drowning and shit? And, <laughs> I don't know, I was just like, man, that's fucking, that'd be a terrible way to die. <laughs> As, like, a five-year-old. <laughs> Man, I, I feel like I've already come up with ten solutions to get a kid out of a lead jacket. <laughs> yeah, that's like, um, it's just another one of those cases where I think the parents weren't paying enough attention. Yeah. So he's under the water too long. Because, yeah, he's just kind of like hooked in the propeller, you know? It's First of all, why are you swimming so close to the fucking propeller anyways? He's a uh, part uh, dugong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a sea cow. <laughs> I just bump into shit. Ooh, hey, oh, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, yeah. Optimus Prime has died, which um, Jamie, when we watched this like a year ago, was like really into the movie until right now, <laughs> and he got, he got sad. <laughs> What's well, so, uh, the coolest Autobot dies? Yeah. Now what? We're gonna fall around in Hot Rod? I liked Hot Rod when I was a kid, but I don't. Optimus Prime is way cooler than Hot Rod. I just like Hot Rod. I mean, I I, I like that Grimlock is, has always been and still is my favorite Transformer. Starscream was mine. Soundwave. Blitzkrieg, or Blitzwing, I like his character. I guess, uh, fuck the Autobots. It's <laughs> for life. The Stunicons are dope. character designs. Yeah. yeah and like, was... far and away, their Gestalts, or Combiners, mm-hmm. um, were better. Like, Predacons, Devastator, mm-hmm. Terracons. Um, the Terracons are cool. Uh, Combaticons. Bruticus. That guy was cool. Bruticus. Yeah, I'm going to get a Bruticus. I'm going to get a Bruticus. A Bruticus. And the Stunicons, yeah. Minasaur. No, Minasaur. <laughs> I've got, I've got a, men's, a man's soul. Oh, no, it's Minasaur. <laughs> uh, man, we know a lot about Transformers. Oh, no, dude, I much. can't believe I'm I'm still single with all this, <laughs> all this hot knowledge. I uh, can't believe I'm married with children. <laughs> married with children. It's okay, because now you can You're just... a hot, sexy spaceship. <laughs> <right? laughs> 
But that's I gotta change my look up so that's what the next like training class. You just will uh, do like a like a Latin scene kind of uh, lightning bolt on your face with makeup. Oh yeah, and then I'll come to work in uh, one of those like capsules from Life Force. <laughs> Complete the illusion. I did at one point. I wanted to um, like call out uh, every time there was a full moon. And then just, like, casually have, like, my friend who works there, like, mention, you notice, like, Kyle always calls out around the full moon. <laughs> and then, like, see if I can convince some... Because I work with, like, a lot of dumb people. You're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, start that rumor. Because people would be like, what? Well, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Like, I don't think where it was real. I mean, you should just car- come to work, like, the days after yeah, the full moon. Yeah, real like, Yeah, and, like, bring, like, like meat that's, like, questionably raw. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, is that... Is that... Like, I really can go to steak tartare right now. Mm, you'd be like, man, I haven't been sleeping very well, you know, it's been... It's that moon, you know. <sighs> you have to, like, like blood <laughs> like, under my nails and stuff. Just dirty fingers. <laughs> what did uh, you get up to last night? I don't, I don't remember. Um, I will say I don't understand why Optimus Prime turns gray. Cause um, hmm, he's got no more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why does he turn gray? Right. Well, at one point I think I do know from the script process they were gonna have um him like turn white and go inside Ultra Magnus. Cause remember that's how the toy was. It was a white Optimus Prime. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that just got. Carried over into the final draft, which also <laughs> that shit would have been weird anyway. Yeah, that would have been so fucking yeah. weird. How do they explain the hot rod thing then? I guess that, that was a different. Yeah, he probably didn't exist at that point. Yeah. Was, Ultra Magnus is gonna be a hero. Yeah. Listen to that name. Ultra. Ultra Magnus. He's like the best Magnus. <laughs> the best Magnus. To you, old friend, let that pass the Matrix of leadership. Optimus <laughs> Prime doesn't know how to pass Matrix of leadership because Matrix touches hot rods. Like, nah, that's my man right there. Um, he's also like, um. But you, my long, good friend. Who we've never seen before. Yeah, Ultra Magnus hasn't been on the show before. Who's this asshole? I guess we just supposed to assume that he's been stuck on Cybertron until. They're just bros because they're both trucks. They're both well, the other thing, too, is like they, these guys, uh, Autobots have been around for millions and millions of years. And so you don't know how long. This, for, this dude could have been friends with Optimus for like two million years. They're just And both. then went and fucked off and did something else on some other planet for a while. Yeah, no, they, no, they're just like, they're both delivery men, so they're just all <laughs> high and mighty. <laughs> But yeah, it's us. That's against the world. That's delivery boys. <laughs> That's why when Hot Rod gets the Matrix of Leadership, he turns into a delivery boy, too. No, he turns into a fucking flaming Winnebago. That's a hard <laughs> No, he's like the DHL man. <laughs> no. That is a... I know a Winnebago when I see one. <laughs> yeah, the Winnie Boo. Uh, he also gets uh, age lines on his face. Well, you can see his voice gets deeper, too. Uh, I'm now Judd Nelson talking like this. <laughs> I think it's funny they got all these people to do the voices, and they knew damn well that when they did the season of the cartoon, none of them were going to come back for it. Yeah, they didn't care. Like, Frank Welker does the voice of Galvatron in season three. Oh, he's probably, I mean, Leonard Nimoy, it's not like he's an outstanding, you know. Voice actor? Yeah. Huh. Oh well, I guess when you got those big Hasbro dollars, you gotta make a big Hasbro movie. <laughs> we get uh, back to the <clears throat> uh, back to Autobot City, and they've received a surprise distress call from Moonbase two? two or one. They both get eaten right here, uh, but they get it from, from Moonbase one, and they're like, "Shit, Moonbase two is being fucking eaten." <laughs> Yeah, because they can see it. <laughs> they're like, well, they, they, it's like the moon bases are across the street from each other, yeah. and they're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> 
Spike and Bo will be like, we're next, we're next, help. <laughs> Get us the fuck out of here. I don't want to be an Autobot anymore. I'm done with this space shit. That's when Galvatron and uh, Cyclonus decide to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, where are the other... Oh, shit, because there's a scene between here and, and uh, that we missed with uh, the poor Starscream death scene. Where oh, Galvatron and takes over. And he turns him into, like, Dorito dust. Yeah. And steps I, on him. Or he I, turns his crown into Dorito dust. Well, he uh, he, he crumbles into dust and yeah. he steps on his crown. Yeah, but it looks like Dorito dust comes out. <laughs> um, I feel like they could like, they should have just kept Starscream alive and have Galvatron like, keep him around as like a slave in chains mm-hmm. and throughout the entire movie. And then at the end, when there's the Hot Rod Galvatron fight, you can even have Starscream like, intervene to swing it into Hot Rod's direction. Or Starscream gets the Matrix of Leadership and becomes Star Artemis Prime. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the hero of Transformers from then yeah. onwards. Yeah, that'd be a great turn. Yep, I'd love it. Love it. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I mean, at least he comes back as a ghost. That's true. Um, and they, according to the Bumblebee trailer, he finally got to look cool in a movie. I think that's supposed to be both ones. Well, there's like for sure Starscream in it, right? Yeah, it looks a, like Starscream. That red and blue one, I, I, every time I saw it, I'm like, that's supposed to be Starscream, right? But someone told me it's Blitz, Blitzwing. I could oh, be wrong. Maybe Blitzwing someone who does, someone who's wrong doesn't know all the Transformers lore. <laughs> Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like barely involved with Bumblebee. That's probably why it turned out to be an okay movie. <laughs> um. So you know they they attacked mm-hmm. Autobot City now after Galvatron's killed poor Starscream. Mm-hmm. What did he say his name was? Galvatron. And yeah, they're subcons love them. They love strength. I can't believe they were even like gonna start have Starscream be their leader though, because well, I think the implication is that he won the fight. Um, I guess he is like that's the whole point is he's fucking good at fighting. Yeah, he's the. I mean, he's like a whiny little coward and he's disloyal as shit. But if you don't don't push him, he can yeah, fight. He gets the job done. Yeah, well, he's just like he's cunning, you know. Well, I mean, I, think he's, I mean, he's a tough dude, too. He's, like, the wing commander, right? Yeah, he's, like, the boss of the um, space planes. <laughs> Dangerous space planes versus the Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> if I made a Bumblebee movie, it'd only be about ten minutes long. <laughs> They'd find Bumblebee, and he'd be like, we gotta get out of here. Like, they know where I'm at, and then all of a sudden, yeah, just fucking Missiles jet right. flies by and blows him up. <laughs> And then the, the hero of the story, the young human, is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and never knows what happens. Doesn't know anything about Cybertron or the war between all of us and Decepticons. They just met a robot one time, and then a jet flew by and blew it up. <laughs> so fucking weird. And then they appear in M. Night Shyamalan's sequel to Glass <laughs> in the mental asylum, because it just destroyed them. I'm not going to see that movie. No, uh, um, no, I don't care about any of that shit. Unbreakable is a pretty good movie in two thousand two. That whenever it came out, I think it was earlier than that. Anyways, yeah, I don't so, care about Emmerich um, Shyamalan or his fucking cinematic universe. What about what about Moonbase Two and my dad? Probably dead, Daniel. Like, come on, Spike was not this fucking whining. Yeah, I mean, Spike knew the score. This damn kid's been called too much by RC. We can cut those apron strings. And his mom, Carly. Car- is that her name? You don't remember Carly from the... It, this is oh, a fucking yeah, tense yeah. lore, dude. Like, she oh, was in... She's in. Yeah. 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 
Uh, romance always works out in TV shows and stuff. <laughs> we don't know what happened to Spark, uh, Spark Plug, or uh, his dad. I assume Heart Attack. Heart Attack, Or yeah. crushed by, like, Ironhide or something. Yeah, tra- <laughs> Ironhide trans- accidentally transformed into his head. Uh, on Chip, too, the King of Wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, check. Well, like at this point, like they have the technology. Yeah, he, he should be up and walking around. Yeah, he just be wearing one of those space suits, <laughs> exosuits. Fucking mean ass transformers. <laughs> well, they probably fed him to the Dino Bus. <laughs> so the Decepticons like, no. attack like, right when the, the Autobots are trying to get yeah. their shit together to go save Moonbase Two, and they're like, "I guess we're gonna run." Everybody into the space planes. Yeah, I mean, why not? What else are you gonna do? Can't fight a planet. They don't have nukes. I'm just thinking, <laughs> what if like an Autobot city is like? I notice you got a lot of like humans living and working here in this Autobot city, but no hospitals, crematoriums, <laughs> cemeteries, any of that shit. It's like, Autobots gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> the dark side of the Autobots. They don't have the same morals we do. They're robots. They don't know. They can't pass a void contest. <laughs> How come they don't, um, they're not eating any, uh, Energon in this movie? I mean, you don't ever see them eating it, ever. Oh, they do, I won't, with, uh, Energon goodies, son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got little gummies. Yeah. Energon gummies. They always look pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can taste them in my mind <laughs> as a memory, even though there's no way I've eaten them before. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know It's mean. weird. Oh, it's making my brain feel weird. <laughs> oh, but I'm strong. <laughs> What's, why does it smell like toast? Is that what Energon smells like? <laughs> Um, is like, alright, we're splitting up, Hot Rod and Cub, you take the Dinobots, I don't want to deal with their shit anymore. If I was any, I'd be like, I'll stick with the Dinobots. <laughs> Me too. I don't care if they're annoying, I want to live. Um, oh man, they fucking meet Wheelie. Yeah, there's a note, my notes are, oh fuck this prick, when he shows yeah. up. Um, there's a, when they're taken off, um, there's a scene where... You know, everybody's loaded up on Ultramagnus' ship, Springer and Daniel, and he's like, alright, blast off! And he's like, wait, Ultramagnus, RC's still out there! But RC was just with Daniel. Where the fuck did she go? I don't know, also, that scene's not intense, right? No, <laughs> it's I think supposed they, to be, they like, try to make it seem intense, but, but it's they don't like, do a good job. Here you go. I mean, like, yeah, like... That whole like, escape is supposed to seem intense, but it's, it doesn't... It's not, no, yeah. they're just kind of like, okay. Well, there's a part where, like, the uh, Decepticons are strafing Hot Rod and Cup when they're getting into the ship... And then Grimlock just turns around and, like, blasts Cyclonus in the face with fire breath. And he shoots his fist at him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of these goddamn planes. He's like, fucking Dinobots! <laughs> yeah, so yeah, there's, yeah, um, yeah, there's not any, like, it's not intense. There's no, I, I don't feel the threat at all. It's just, like, I don't know, Dinobots there will probably be alright. Yeah. They do a little bit better when they, um, they lose... Uh, Decepticons in the second you know, the space fight starts. That's a little bit more intense. Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, missiles coming back at him and like, oh shit, Petro Rabbits! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reverse the polarities! <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> I forgot about it. No, what is it? Yeah, cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> Much better than when they meet Wheelie. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Ultramagnus is like, they, they fucking kill Cup and Hot Rod. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're dead. It's alright. I'm the leader now. <laughs> Thanks, dead. We're gonna detonate. We're gonna um, we'll get some decoy shit going on here. So they jettison three-fourths of the ship. The Cybertrons blow that up. think they got Ultramagnus, and so Ultramagnus <laughs> takes off. Planet of the joke. Yeah, Tokyo. The first time we learned that um, 
Unicron is giving Galvatron migraines when he doesn't do things right. Yeah, he's just in his brain. He's like, hey, mister. <laughs> that, that sounded like that. <laughs> scary. It's pretty spooky. Hey, Unicron seems like a big time jerk. And also, like, he's got a lot of powers. <laughs> and uh, none of them really make sense. No, because he's just a giant robot. Why, why has he got, like, he's in your brain? I guess because he made him, but he didn't make him. He just, like, customized him. <laughs> kit bashed him. Hey, he's a kit bash. <laughs> kit bash Galvatron. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we get, it's Quintessa. It's Hot Rod Underwater. Cup! Grimlock Slag! The, the other ones! Yeah, uh, the other Dinobots. <laughs> but he's got, his hand transforms into a buzzsaw thing. Yeah, and he's kind all of that's one thing. He's making sushi. When they uh, did some, like, reissues or new Transformers, like, a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan had, like, a Hot Rod one, and it has, when his arm comes out, in, and then a buzzsaw comes out. Hell yeah. And... He had working pipes on the sides of his arms and shot lasers. Yeah, too. <laughs> they had to be recalled. Too many children died. <laughs> a lot of blind children. <laughs> a lot of lasers. You don't want to be around when my laser goes off. I like this. Uh, actually, I like the uh, fight sequence here with Cup and Hot Rod and the the squid monster. robot monster thing. You mean the Watcher in the Water? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That was one of my always one of my favorite action scenes as a kid, and it still definitely holds up. Yeah, so I get um, there's just some slow parts, like the build up all the way through Albatsy is great, and then once they're the that sequence from uh, basically the Galvatron coronation until uh, Hot Rods on Quintesson is really boring. And, yeah, and then it's that pretty would... good again from uh, the Junkion stuff. Until, like, the final battle. Yeah, I feel like it, it's pretty dry until they kill Magnus and, Jung- like, everyone's like, fuck, get the fuck out of here. I don't know, like, the court scene on Quintesson is really cool, too. Yeah, yeah that's true. And that guy gets dropped in. <laughs> and he's like, ah! Oh, yeah, and fucking Captain Hot Rod are just like, let's do some crazy shit. Yeah, we're gonna die, but, like, yeah. we're gonna give him a huge, a humongous repair bill. <laughs> a humongous repair bill. This is a lot more of those cran digging grill cracking things. <laughs> Shark to cons. I mean, I don't know if you mentioned Wheelie. This is basically where they meet Wheelie. He's an annoying piece of shit. Me? He doesn't need to this movie. There's no reason to just put him on. If you need to sell the toy, just put him on Junkie on for some reason. Uh huh. Yeah, he shoots Grimlock in the nose, though. Yeah. With a slingshot, a space slingshot. <clears throat> He's like a little Bart Simpson before Bart Simpson <laughs> Proto Bart, this is where Matt Grading got the idea. <laughs> he's like, oh, I love the uh, <laughs> He's a real scamp. Yeah, he's all Wheelie in this movie is like, eat my tires. I think Wheelie's more like a Dennis the Menace figure. Oh, yeah, I guess. And Bart Simpson is a Dennis the Menace figure. Yeah, but um, if like, I don't want to say more realistic, but Bart's more of like a. He's Dennis the Menace if Dennis the Menace existed in a. Real kid? Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, he's just kind of, you know, a dick. This <laughs> uh, is the court scene, and then you get this is the really the first time you get any information about Unicron. He's out there destroying planets for some reason. Yeah, the um, Quintessons know about him. They're like, oh yeah. No, it's the it's the dude, the last survivor of Because <laughs> when they get taken into prison, they, he's in yeah, there. Yeah, he's hiding in there. He's he's like um, the cool masters, the Quintessons. The Quintessons. Oh. I'm conflating like season three, like the Quintessons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Quintessons are pulling the strings though and know a bunch of shit. But yeah, they don't say it in this movie specifically. Yeah. 
Uh, and so they uh, they put Kuppenhauer on a trial. They're not guilty. Which means you get eaten by shark guns. Yes, they're not guilty. Well, it didn't. It they're guilty matter. or innocent. Yeah. Innocent. Innocent. The Quintessons were cool in the movie. They ruined them in the show, I feel like. Um, it's always been my, my headcanon in the cartoon that the, the comic book origin with Primus and Unicron is correct. Like, that's mm-hmm. what actually happened. But what happens after, you know, Primus creates the Transformers and defeats Unicron and sends him into this, you know, coma. Yeah. Uh, is that the, the Quintessons find Cybertron. They take over, they, like, create, they create Vector Prime, and they, they, they are the ones that create the divergence between... Autobots and Autobots. Yeah. That makes sense. And so they didn't, they didn't actually create the Transformers, they just... Pulled some strings. Pulled some strings. Which is also... Being which powers. explains, like, why all the, like, fucking Sharkticons and Alligatorcons that they have have no personality in their minds at all, because they don't know how to do that. They're not the ones that did it. Oh. Oh, interesting. But this is my fucking nerd cannon, head also, cannon for Transformers. The Sharkticons look cool. Yeah, they do look cool. And I like when they're like, why are you fighting us? Those are the real <laughs> masters. <laughs> they're like, uh... Well, apparently if you need to take over a world... Or, like, destroy a government in less than 10 seconds. All you have to do is send the fucking Dinobots in. Yeah. And they're like, they have a real problem destroy all bourgeoisie. <laughs> I yeah. never thought I'd be happy to see you, bozos. What? Well, fuck you. you. What the fuck you talking we about? We can leave if you want, Hot Rod. <laughs> you bozos. The only thing saving your ass is goddamn Hot Rod. Oh, and Wheelie's there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Wheelie. He actually has a cool character design. I like the way he looks in the movie, but he's just fucking annoying. You get chip if I get trapped. <laughs> you get chip if I get trapped. Oh my. You go the wrong way. You fool, I say. <laughs> he's a toxic master blaster. <laughs> well, did, uh, did George Miller get the idea from Master Blaster from? Must have. That's why Think about it. Grimlock is blaster. Wheelie uh, is master. Uh, yep. Oh, George Miller, you hack. You hack fraud. <laughs> We're on you, George Miller. <laughs> you won't grow up in a policy. Everything's stolen from Transformers, the greatest movie ever made. What a weird one. Hot Rod and Cup and Dinobots are, are fine. Like, let's... No one's ever really worried about Dinobots. Oh, and the Sharktacons are like, um, I like that scene where it's just recycled animation songs. Yeah, there's... With endless Sharktacons <laughs> going up to go get the Quintessons. Cool. Good job, Sharktacons. <laughs> so it's back to uh, Ultra Magnus and the Planet of Junk, which is where they landed. And one of the Mighty Python, one of the Pythons this year. Eric Idle. Eric Idle. He was there. His name was Rekgar. Gone the front inside of life. <laughs> That's not the song they sing. They sing a Weird Al song. Don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing an interview with Weird Al, and they asked him, like, how did, uh, how did you agree to be in the Transformers movie? And he's like, oh, like, I don't know. I don't remember. I think someone just called, like, hey, can we put you in this movie? And, like, he's like, yeah, sure. Sounds, I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, why Weird Al's just out there having a good time. He's not too worried about it. Um, so this is the introduction to fucking Spike, Sexo Suit, and Daniel. This uh, Dare Be Stupid song is definitely a Devo parody, right? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's not, um, that's the best part about it, in my opinion. It's not like, it's a satirizing of, of a Devo's song. sound, but not sound, a specific but, yeah, song. Yeah, it's like, it's, he, Weird Al's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Devo's pretty good, too. Oh, Devo's pretty really good, too. I love Devo. But uh, I think one of the members from Devo, I can't remember if it was... Um, well, I can't remember the mark. Mother's Bach? Yeah. Said that he was pissed at Weird Al because it was so good. Oh, so a bitch. And that's why he went on to just do soundtrack work. <laughs> <laughs> my career's over. I'll just work with Wes Anderson. No, oh, my career's a rattle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He also, Rugrats. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. 
Dun 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 so we see the rat, the junkions are just peeping out Ultra Magnus and his his people. Yeah, there's like one of those scenes where it's like, oh, who are these guys? Are they dangerous? Yeah. Can we trust these junkions? You know, as an audience. You know? Yeah, and then you see the Decepticons flying, and junkions are like, whoop, yeah, peace out. They're like, whoop, we gotta hide. And you're like, oh, I see, they're uh, fucking Ewoks. <gasps> That's right. Star Wars stole from Transformers, <laughs> not the other way around. <laughs> Transformers did not become come before Return of the Jedi, though. No, it didn't. <laughs> but it did come before The Force Awakens. So think about that, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> yeah, you think about it, because I don't know what the connection is. <laughs> you think about it, because I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't have time for that shit. Ultra Magnus is like, alright, everybody run this cave, I'm going to seal it. Yeah, <laughs> shoot, 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 just... Shooting the cave. I'm going to seal it. Bang, 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 bang. Like, you said this will open and light our darkest hour, Prime. <laughs> it's his personal darkest yeah, hour. Yeah, but not like the Transformers yeah. darkest hour. This is our darkest hour. I'm going to die. <laughs> Fucking Ultraman is just some center prick. They originally going to, he was originally going to get pulled apart by the sweeps. Yeah. I mean, you can tell because they're shooting like. Tractor beams. Yeah. And also when they put them back together. He's in they, the chunks. They got to reattach his limbs and shit. <laughs> There's a, I remember seeing a storyboard for that. Mm-hmm. I think on a DVD when, when we got the DVD. Yeah, also the DVD was uh, the f- first time since the theaters where Springer says, oh shit, what are we going to do? Yeah. I remember that was a big thing on the internet before like the DVD came out. It's like, yeah, you know, the, the original version says, oh shit. This what? is one of those movies where people have like uh, Berenstein Bellers, Mandela effect shit. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like, they, some people legitimately say they remember the tractor beam scene. Oh, okay. Um, and there was another scene, too. Yeah, but we know for a fact it didn't get animated. Yeah, I know. But oh, uh, that's yeah, the Mandela just, effect. Yeah. Okay, yeah, in one universe it did happen. No, you're just conflating your different things, different memories. Shut up. You're Your stupid. brain is unreliable. Don't ever trust witness testimony. <laughs> Don't trust the cops. A-C-A-B. This is the only thing the sweeps and the Scourge, the Scourge does is destroy, kill Ultra Magnus the entire movie. I don't mm-hmm. think they do anything else. Except for getting blown up by Grimlock and that fucking Yeah, scene. I mean, they're just always standing in the background. It's not like Cyclones does very much either. I guess that's true. Man, Calvin line doesn't really do that much. I think Cyclones has like one line. He's just like, oh. <laughs> Scourge oh. is like, we belong to here. Yeah, he's like, don't worry about old Galvatron. They don't have any semblance of their old personalities, because Galvatron doesn't seem that different than Megatron, but Scourge and Cyclonus are just... Yeah, like, that's kind of always been my impression as a kid, like, the heat, like, Unicorn wiped these guys clean. Yeah, I mean, that like, Even to a certain extent, I feel like he fuck with Megatron. Mm-hmm. That's Because Megatron never killed Starscream, even though he's definitely tried to do similar shit before. Mm-hmm. It's a little strange, uh, I think it also would have been better if Cyclonus and Scourge were more obviously Skywarp and Thundercracker. Well, I mean, the whole thing, too, is, like, the toys were not designed to be Skywarp. Yeah. yeah. This is just the, the story that came up with the movie. Yeah, that's true. I guess. I don't know. I just think it would be more interesting if uh, they had some semblance of, well, a personality at all. Really. <laughs> <laughs> we belong to him. We belong to him. Hey, I've got a goatee. I'm a, my robo goatee. Uh, but uh, yeah, Gal- Galatron snatches the Matrix. He's like, oh shit, I got the thing that Unicron fears. Now who's the master? Yeah, but the fucking... He just turns into, like, a Flavor Flav necklace. <laughs> he looks yeah, he better. He's cool, though. I mean, I'd wear a giant ass Matrix necklace <laughs> after I took it from Ultra Magnus <laughs> Corp. But uh, <laughs> this is uh, another thing about the designs. Um, they went too far with robots with facial hair. 
Yeah. Like Unicorn, Unicorn's <laughs> got that crazy ass mustache. Uh-huh. Unicron, Rekgar, Scourge all have very uh-huh. similar facial hairs. And then even Galvatron's got like a little robo soul patch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, man, what is, I get like, you know, they're trying to do more with like the faces I, and stuff. I think it's okay for like Unicorn, Unicorn, Unicron and Scourge, right? Like, a little bit. I don't know. Well, the, the, the Unicron's, Survivor, he has yeah, like a mustache too, right? Yeah. All robot. Features though. the other thing too is why is that why is it another robot world? Why does every world they go to just kind of robot world? I don't know. Quintesson, I guess, makes sense with if you pay attention to the season three and take that as a yeah. kind of plan, but why every other world is a robot world? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because even the squid they find on Quintesson world is a robo squid. Yeah, I mean, I mean the Junkions are Transformers, mm-hmm. they're actually Autobots. I assume it's like you know, the... they crash landed there and survived somehow. Yeah, well, I, I don't the. Again, we're going way deep into Transformers lore here, but the Transformers before the actual cartoon starts, you know, they've been out of a war for millions of years, and, like, the planet's been slowly dying, like, Transformers have been fleeing in, like, spaceships, like, colony ships to go try to live somewhere else, I just assume the Junkions are one of those. Like, you, there's a season three episode where there's another planet of Transformers, or Autobots, that this has happened, they were shipped that fled. That'd be actually a good, interesting series premise for Transformers. It, just, uh, it would, wouldn't it, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps starring a, a Nightbeat solving detective stories yeah, about these doing, yeah, doing space crime stuff. <laughs> yeah, all these space crimes on these Autobot planets. <laughs> and I actually think that it kind of would make more sense in the, in the movie, too, if these were all, like, colonized roles from Transformers and Unicron's trying to eat. Because, you know, he's trying to wipe out the, 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 the stain people, of Primus. Yeah, the only people that can stop him is yeah. Matrix leadership guys. So, the, you know, the last survivor of Moonfall, he's not a last survivor of Moonfall, he's a fucking Autobot that's been, that crash-minded there millions of years ago. What does he transform into? A telescope? Like, like a perceptor? Or a perceptor turns into a microscope, doesn't he? Whatever. He's like a science toy. Like, hey... <laughs> Let's, let's trick these kids into learning about science. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is Junkion. So they're all Autobots. But they're like um, the primitive kids in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> we talk some TV. We talk some TV. You talk some TV. <laughs> so, yeah, how knock them down? Let's get the stay down. That's the thing. Yeah, they just come back together because they're junkie guys. I like how one Junkion's around the other Junkion. <laughs> I think it would have been smart for them to make them. Uh, like all the junkies Australian, because that's like a big thing in Australian culture. Apparently, I've learned is like just fixing up like junkers and making them work, and you know, so I just, yeah, just make them like Australian bogans and stuff. This wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> make them all Australian. Thanks, Hasbro. Transformer roll out. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, yeah, they realize oh, well, we're friends and they dance. Yeah, and then they repair Ultra Magnus. Yeah, and they, they... Look at even the toughest stain. Hurry, hurry! <laughs> I always like that scene. Money back everything. Because they're just like I don't know, like polishing them up. <laughs> Stick them together. Yeah. Them. They should bring Optimus Prime back. And see if they yeah, like, hold on. We got this other. We got this other delivery, man. And we got a bunch. Of, we got a bunch of people. Like a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. There's like a base. There's an entire city. We're like, 40% of us die. <laughs> like, man, I don't know if we got enough turtle wax for that. Uh, at this point, they're like, I guess we're going to go fucking kill Unicron together, right? Yeah. Like, fucking, here's our junk ship. We got two of them. They're badass. Yeah, that'd be stupid. No, one of them's from Quintesson. Oh, yeah, because uh, the, oh, the Dinobots show up. Oh, yeah. 
Well, Grimlock's dancing in that <laughs> another yeah, scene where it's just the same cells over yeah. and over again. Yeah, it'll be stupid. Me, Grimlock, not kiss her, me, king. And he gets a smooch. A smooch on, on the nose. A smooch. From that guy. From that guy. Um, I'll say it, Life of Brian is way better than Holy Grail. Holy Grail is overrated. Uh, Holy Grail's funnier, but I think Life of Brian's a better movie. Yeah. I might no, go I think, watch Holy Grail. I think Holy Grail nice. might have just been tainted by nerd culture another one another one of many things ruined for me by other nerds on the internet <laughs> i don't know how i still feel like monty python is like a big nerd thing but it's also not as big as say marvel <laughs> doctor who, doctor who mm. I mean, other things that have been ruined for me yeah that's true um uh monty python's flying circus the series is probably i think the series is better than any of the movies or you know what? Oh, yeah, because Eric Isles in Transformers. Like, <laughs> why are you, why, why are you talking about this shit? <laughs> um, the uh, Hot Rod and the Dinobots, and everybody like, we're going to fucking turn Unicron into a pirate. They corkscrew right into his eye. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah. <laughs> I, I used to like it as a kid, but in, when I watch it now, it kind of bothered me. Like, the entire movie, you know, Cup is always like, oh, this is just like this. Well, let me tell you about when this happened. And then when this Unicron, doesn't this remind you of anything, Cup? I feel like you don't need the prompt from Hot Rod. You just need Cup to be staring at Unicron and going, never seen anything like this before. Yeah, I guess, but um, I'm, they're writing for the specific audience. No, you can't. Kids are smarter than that. Yeah, but the people don't realize what kids are capable of when it comes to storytelling. Like, oh, I, keep I feel like, I mean, obviously some people do. Yeah, well, this guy, the right. man who wrote it, is all he's done is write fucking kids cartoons and shitty TV shows from the 80s so he's not the best writer of all time yeah, I guess that's true I mean there's Transformers I don't know when yeah Harpoon on so much someday there'll be an Oscar winning Transformers movie <laughs> uh huh I'll direct it <laughs> it's gonna be called um an ode to night baby call me by your name part two <laughs> and it'll be a Transformers love story about Springer and R.C. And R.C. is a trans transformer. <laughs> God, love triangle movie with Springer, Hot Rod, and R.C. I think the R.C. is just kind of more like a big sister figure to Hot Rod, though. I don't know, there's some weird... Whatever. I don't know, Springer's cool in Hot Rod, right? He transforms into helicopter and some weird yeah, One of them's going to be the leader of the Autobots. Yeah, Springer. <laughs> nope. Oh. But he's green. 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 He's the only Autobot triple changer, I think. No, there's another one. Stands from. Oh, man, whatever. There's another one too. No, Octane's a Decepticon. The fucking Decepticons got their own uh, delivery men too. They got everything. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Goddamn. They even got race cars and stuff. Yeah, it's other cons. That was funny. Like the first uh, combiners that they made, uh, Senecons were like, basically Autobots, but and then the Aerobots. The Aerobots were like the Seekers, but yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. I get it. They're like, one was afraid of heights. Silverboard? Was he afraid of heights? One of them was, yeah. He's a plane. Man, you're a plane. <laughs> I, I'm inside of this shit. I thought it was going to be like a dune buggy or something. <laughs> Anyways, this you, is the uh, body process. You learn the insides of Unicron. Yeah, they have I mean, no fucking sense and they're weird. Like, but there's people that live in Unicron for sure, like squatting in it. <laughs> yeah, there's people squatting in it. Yeah, there's like parts of That's it. where they shit him at, Wheelie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bet there's like a small, like, little, like, Civilization that existed like. But Unicron's leftovers. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> They're all dead now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got blown up. It was a bad day for them. 
Like, there's, like, all kinds of water and liquids and, and like, tubes and shit. And, and there's, like, bats. Bats of, like, stuff. I assume that's, like, his stomach, right? <laughs> He's digesting those people. I guess. But then, fucking, it's taking forever. He hasn't digested Spike and Bone yet. It's been days, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's... I guess this all could take place in, like, one day. Yeah, yeah this is all one day, I think. It's just a few hours ago that they left all one city. Fucking, man, Transformers. They got a lot going on. Yeah, this shit is intense. Yeah. You don't realize how tired, like, Spike and Daniel are at the end of this? <laughs> Spike, let me die. <laughs> let me die. I'm tired. I've been doing this for 20 fucking years. <laughs> Save Bumblebee, let me die. <laughs> Save Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Spike does keep his cool considering he's like inches away from death. Yeah. He's like, use your exosuit. My <laughs> exosuit? <laughs> he's like, come on, just hurry. <laughs> it's got blasters and then. Just think about how you're, you'd feel like you have to tell your mom you let your father die. <laughs> you like, you let me die, son. This is your fault. I <laughs> never forget it. I never let Spark plug down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in hell, son. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but they do get saved, because the great job, Daniel, he just, like, accidentally shoots elbow lasers yeah. and saves him. He doesn't know what he's doing. And he's like, yeah, I fucking did it. Like, the Autobots helped him figure out this suit not at all. Like, transform, you can do it, transform. <laughs> fucking transform. Transform, transform. Your dad does it all the time. Oh, maybe he even talked about Blur. Blur's in this movie. Yeah. He talks fast. Uh, the Micro Machines guy? Yeah. John. Machado. 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 Something like that. Something Italian. Italian. Or maybe Sicilian. Sometimes when, the Sicilian. You, when people are Sicilian and you call them Italian, they get upset. So maybe I'll just cover both bases. Maybe he's Sicilian. Or is he Corsican? <laughs> if you call people who are from Corsica, if you're like, hey, what's it like being in France or whatever, they'll be like, fuck you, I'm Corsican. <laughs> Weird. I could have sworn you was still in that country, though. Same thing with Sicily, right? It's in Italy. Yeah, it's Italy, yeah. Whatever, I don't know. So I'm not Italian, I'm Roman. Man, who the fuck wants to be Roman? Romanians. <laughs> Romania. What's the capital of Romania? Bucharest? I think that's right. Yeah, Budapest is Hungary. Let's talk about geography now. This is a <laughs> geography podcast. Uh... Space Force presents geography. <laughs> Unicron is weird. I, I mean, the Transformers are weird too, though. How do they operate? Yeah. They got their gummy snacks. Do they... I don't see any, like, booty holes or genitals or anything, so if they eat, do they gotta go to the bathroom or what? Well, they obviously don't have genitals because you've seen them create more Transformers. All you do is build a robot and you take it down to Vector Prime and you're like, Vector Prime, give this thing a personality. Uh, I've uh, read a lot of fan fixes in my time that definitely have Transformers fucking. I read a couple too and mm-hmm. I don't want to read anymore. I don't know why. Okay. That was the thing, like, back before, before, like, Transformers took off again, like, there was no comic books, there was no cartoons, so if you want a new Transformers stories... New content is fanfiction. You gotta read some fanfiction. And there's a lot of robot sex in it. Same thing with the uh, G.I. Joe. There's a lot of G.I. Joe I mean, at least that one made sense. I mean, at least they're human, yeah. But no, I mean, the fucking... I don't know. There's, like, a real specific passage I remember from some G.I. Joe fanfic about talking about, like... Lady J's, like, wet labias gliding <laughs> she walked across the room because she was so turned on by Flint. I don't know. It was just, like, Bad Woman's Anatomy type stuff. <laughs> and even as, like, reading it, even as, like, a 10 and 11-year-old, I was like, mm, this is not sexy. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's what you get when you, you're sure it's written by some 30-year-old loser like me. 
Just write in the G.I. Joe sex fantasies. So what do you expect? <laughs> Is that what you're going to do now? Um, I actually was thinking I'm real tired of my job and we're not making podcast money yet. I feel like I could write like erotic short stories on Amazon and make at least the same amount of money I do at my job anyways. You let me know, I'll, I'll join you. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta like pick a specific fetish it seems like and you're writing to a female audience for sure. They're usually people that consume erotica. No, you don't say. Yeah, so you just gotta keep that in mind. I'm just gonna write a Twilight, a vampire sex. Um, it looks like uh, Vikings and bikers. Bikers. Yeah, like real masculine, like stuff that's recently been popular on TV. Mm. Oh, that's a new hot show. Uh, Game of Thrones, Vikings. Uh, uh, oh, True Detective. Have a real <laughs> sexy cult sort of thing going. I don't know, I think, well, you could do like a fantasy aspect, Game of Thrones, that'd probably work. I had a pretty good idea at one point, but... Oh, there is a, there already is fantasy erotica, um, like yeah. well-respected fantasy erotica, mm-hmm. uh, you know, find it. <laughs> the schlock I actually, um, <laughs> I was, uh, on Amazon, um, I was watching Deathstalker, which is a really bad 80s movie, yeah. which we might watch on this show eventually. But um, just all the other films that recommended that I remembered, like as I was looking through them, like the Sorceresses, and what I was like, in the eighties there was a lot of like softcore fantasy oh, yeah. porn movies because mm-hmm. even Death Star could have got yeah, like, so that's like a whole interesting genre I want to explore. This, <laughs> this weird like softcore eighties like night stuff. Like what? Why? Anyways, Transformers. I'm sure it cost more than ten thousand dollars to make this movie. Oh, we definitely had to have, right? The animation was expensive. I think ten minutes in this movie probably cost ten thousand dollars. Probably ten seconds. Yeah. Animation is hella expensive. Um, and we're basically at the end right now. You know, we have uh, Spike just saved, or Daniel's got the uh, save Spike and Cliffjumper and Bumblebee. Um, so you know, thankfully those guys survive. They don't. Yeah. Oh, great. We still they don't get, get prowled. Some more characters for season three. <laughs> Um, but then you have fucking the Megatron or Galvatron and, and Hot Rod fight scene. It can't be opened. Not by a Decepticon. Yeah. And this is so boring. Like, like, it is. It's like, whatever. It's, it's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Compared to the hot, the Prime and Megatron one. Yeah, that's because, um, in the Prime and Megatron one, they're trying to kill each other. And at that point, they know... Both characters are going to be killed anyway, so they can actually, like, have a dramatic all-out fight. And this one, it's like, well, no, we need both these characters in Season 3, so they're just going to, like, wrestle a little bit. I just feel like they, like, you at least pretend like they're going to kill each other. <laughs> and then think of a reason for, like, maybe uh, right as the uh, Hot Rod's about to land a killing blow, something explodes out of Unicron and gets sucked out into space. Yeah, something. Yeah. At least it's more climactic than this bullshit. Fucking Galvatron just transform into a cannon shoot his leg off or something. Yeah, right? Yeah, because that's the beginning of the fight is Galvatron's cannon just, like, shooting at him and Hot Rod's, like, behind cover yelling at him. He's like, okay. <laughs> Shit, uh, man, why didn't you stab him with some shrapnel? Some purple gas comes out. Yeah, like, where's the... Where's why did you crazy use that shit? lightsaber? Yeah, yeah, I want to see some crazy shit. <laughs> use that bus on him. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you could cut off like one of you know. The it just to get back to it goes back to my point, original point. You, the, the action needs to be flipped. Like the Autobot, Autobot City fight should be the end of the movie, and this kind of action collection should be the beginning. Obviously, like story wise, it doesn't happen exactly this way, but tension wise, yeah. action wise, everything needs to be moved around a little bit. Yeah, but you know what? He does get the Matrix, and guess what? He's arising as Rodimus Prime. Arise, Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Prime, and then. You got to touch. Damn.
Was uh, would Ultra Magnus just be Magnus Prime if he uh, did open the Mixture Leadership? Also, what would he change into? He'd be Ultimus Magnus Prime. Ultimus Magnus Prime. <laughs> yeah, Ultimus Magnus, Magnus Prime. Arise, Rodimus Prime. Ooh, Winnebago. <laughs> All right, I look ridiculous. <laughs> Everyone now transform and, and roll out. out. And then all the other eyes like, look at that fool, man. What's he supposed to be? <laughs> He's got a big-ass spoiler. <laughs> You're still the leader, right, Ultraman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to follow that fool. <laughs> you got to touch. <laughs> Springer, what happened? <laughs> no time to explain. Um, okay. Can you give us, like, like a two, thirty-second explanation? <laughs> I don't know. Some people, some people died. <laughs> Yeah, and then the, the, they're making like a daring escape, kind of, but it's just... They're just driving out of his mouth. Yeah. Well, they drive out of his good eye. Yeah. They're just like, crash. Were they in communication with the Jokyons to like arrange their like escape together? Or they don't they... show it, but I assume they have to be, right? They have, should have had a Jokyon who was like uh, that one um, guy that's got like a white face that hangs out with Lando in Return of the Jedi. Oh, uh, I can't remember his name. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was the junkie on who's like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, hey, buddy, guys. How you doing? What would you think? Till all are one. Till all are one. Is it that sounds like some Nazi w- shit. Yeah, no, does it W-O-N or O-N-E? O-N-E. They're trying to read Oh, uh, well, no, it's, yeah, singularity. They're just robots. Yeah, singularity comes. You got the touch. Bow, wow. You got the power. <laughs> yeah, it's got a good soundtrack. My hell's breaking loose. You're riding the out of stone. Wow, Man, the 80s, what a time. I'm so serious, but this soundtrack is super 80s. It's perfect. It is. It fits the movie, or maybe it's just because, like, you don't have to. I've seen this, I I don't know, it's hard for me to be I've seen, this, seen this movie a million times and I haven't heard the songs anywhere else. So <laughs> that's where they belong. Occasionally uh, I've heard the touch and some other things, but. Yeah, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, man. It's, I, I, I still like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I don't it's, know. It's, it's a fine movie. There's a, I didn't mention it, but there's a part where um, I put, wrote my notes, just like Blade Runner, I'm getting lost in like, how pretty it is. Because like, the scenes on like, the Junkie On scenes, like the backgrounds. Uh, and Quintesson, the the just some of the, it's just really interesting. Um, it's really good animation. Mm-hmm. Um, I like parts that are kind of rough, but well, I even like the beginning when um like Hot Rod's fishing with Daniel, right? And then when they're coming back and like you see everything's the, in the yeah, like the movement of it and stuff. It's really good. Like it's fucking some Akira level parts. It's not it's consistently as good as Akira, but I'm surprised at how good the animation is now that I'm such a connoisseur. <laughs> Well, the other thing, too, is, like, you have not seen a, an animated movie in, what, 20 years now, almost? Like, when's the last time they had, like, a hand-drawn animated movie? Howl's Moving Castle was still mostly hand-drawn. That was, what, 15 years ago? 10 years ago? Man, probably 15. Yeah, it's a while. Yeah, yeah definitely even... has not been an American-made movie. Oh, no. And then even animated now is all digital. We ain't gonna get no more Cowboy Bebops. Yeah, you are. Netflix is making one. Uh, Live action. Uh, I don't also don't want any more Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> just that's why Cowboy Bebop is good. It's because it's just that. What are we watching next? Um, so I think in I have um, one, but it's yeah. Oh, well, I was gonna be in reverence for Dick Miller. Oh, okay, I'll watch we'll one. Probably watch one of his movies. Probably the the movies he did in the eighties. He's like always a big character. Yeah, he just shows up for a second. 
So, I mean, we do Gremlins, but I, that, we gotta wait till like, next Christmas to do Gremlins. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. For me. So, what were you thinking? I have wanted to watch Beastmaster. Yep, Beastmaster sounds, dude. Hell yeah. Hell Beastmaster. yeah. Beastmaster. Hey, did you, um, Dick Miller's in, uh, Rock and Roll High School, the remote. Oh, musical. yeah, I forgot about that. Rock, 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 rock and Roll High School. Fucking another Ramones class. <laughs> Joey Ramone can barely speak. Well, they're not, they're barely in the movie, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. Well, Sheena is punk rocker Sheena. Have you ever, um, listened to The Horrors? Oh, yeah. They have a song called Sheena is a Parasite. Which is really good. It's a little bit tougher than she is my cracker. She is a parasite. Anyways, uh, that's been Space Force, uh, ACAB. Um, I'm a hot Viking. You can check me out. On, uh, tw- I'm going to start Twitter eventually. <laughs> it's going to be Hot Viking Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you better start it right now before this episode. <laughs> I think it <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks for joining us in the Space Force. We got a website. Yeah, it's uh, mcventureproductions.com. You can uh, go there, uh, click on Thrillum, and you buy some advertisements for this, which uh, we have not uh, said. Do we have a Patreon yet? I haven't actually said it up. But you can donate there. Uh, there's donations for PayPal. I'll set up Patreon today. So by the time you go up, there'll be a Patreon. Yeah, we got it all. This is big business. Yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be part of that seven percent tax bracket. That's right. A month, right, guys? <laughs> for sure. You oh, I'm uh, I'm Sean. You can find me. At, I have a Twitter. I've had one for a while. At sh- a Sean McDonald. A Sean McDonald. Yeah, I don't think you can make ten million dollars a year on podcasts unless you're like PewDiePie or I don't know. Yeah, he's not making it on podcasts. He's doing you the yeah. Twitch shit, right? Or YouTube? Yeah, YouTube. YouTube yeah. So. Yeah, right. But I mean, we got a YouTube too. <laughs> you can go to YouTube. Um, you can go to the Patreon. We're gonna we have all kinds of income streams. We're gonna we're gonna be the next. Yeah, we're um, we're diversifying and shit. Uh, who's like a really shitty Logan Paul? He's a real shit, shit person. I'm gonna be way richer than him. I'm gonna be the next RZA. The Jizza? No, just RZA. <laughs> Jizza, he, that's a genius. <laughs> it's a genius. All right, cool. Space Force. Space Force. See you later. Roll out.